Time now for Tech Tuesday. And this week I'm joined by Ben Keeps, a man some of you may already know. He's an entrepreneur, high-profile business mentor and technology evangelist. He's also the man behind Cactus Outdoor, a clothing business he founded in Christchurch. And he's always thinking about computing and tech-related matters. He joins us now. Hi, Ben. Hey, Jesse. How are you? Good. Really nice to talk to you. What's in your mind this week? Well, apart from the fact that unquestionably the bird of the century is going to be the hooia. Um, the, the what? Like, oh, the bird of the century is going to be the hooia. Yeah, you're talking about this crazy forest and bird situation. Yeah, fantastic. How can you go past the hooia? <laughs> Although I've got to say, if anything doesn't qualify for a Tech Tuesday talk, it's the hooia bird being long extinct, Ben. True. <laughs> we'll get on to technology, eh? Yeah, go on. So uh, last week, so the government wants to us to be a, a sort of a tech ecosystem, right? They want to reinvent Silicon Valley or, or Israel or something. And so they got together a bunch of people to write this report about how we could how we could do that. And they, they published their port, report last week, and it's created a bit of a stir in the ecosystem. So I've been, a, I've been thinking a little bit about that. Yeah, thank you. And I'm not sure this report made much news. It hasn't come across my desk anyway. Yeah, so it's called, uh, of course, uh, it's a branding exercise. They had to have a, <laughs> to have a name, so it's all about the upstart nation, whatever that means. But I think the conversation we really need to have is that um, you know, I've spent a lot of time in, in both Silicon Valley and Israel, and, and frankly, it's a, they're both pretty horrible places. Um, <laughs> you know, they make a lot of money, but they, they burn people in the process. And I think we need a much bigger conversation here in New Zealand about about what we want to be and what prices we want to pay for for economic growth. Interesting, eh? And and I don't know if you were going to refer to this uh, as well, but most of the reports I'm getting from San Francisco, for example, are pretty grim at the moment, the way that city, what it is turning into in terms of lawlessness and public safety and general nasty, dark vibe. And I wonder, is that related to what happens when you pursue business and um, financial motives at the expense of perhaps things like community and, and culture and, and heart. Yeah, I mean, it's all about inequity, right? And so it's really interesting in this report, they spend a lot of time, and, and really, really mal- well-meaning people that wrote it, spend a lot of time talking about sort of founder mental health and supporting entrepreneurs. But but the reality is, is that to build one of these multi-billion dollar businesses in a period of only a few years... You know, you have to take young, energetic people and, and work them to the bone and, and at the expense of, of their mental and other, other wellness. And I think we, we've got this kind of naive approach that we can have the best, best of both worlds. We can make a, you know, a, a bucket load of money and also look after people. But, but in my experience, that's, you can't do that. And you only walk, need to walk down the street in San Francisco and see the human cost of all of that sort of wealth, wealth creation. Mm. Very interesting. That's the business model, is it? When you're in startup mode, you just bring young workers in, and if they want to be part of the vision, they put their heads down and they do as much work as they physically can. Yeah, and I mean, all of these tech companies, they all provide you know free lunches and massages and laundry services. But the flip side of that is they expect their workers to be there 120 hours a week, and um, you know that, that's fine if, if if we agree as a society as a society to enter into that social contract, but we need to do so with knowledge. And I think the problem is that well-meaning politicians sort of wave their arms and expect it can all be it can all be unicorns and rainbows, and it and it really doesn't work that way. 
So what does a sort of uh, an optimal future for New Zealand from, from the point of view of the tech industry look like? Well, you know, far be it from me to say that we sort of look at traditional things and, and do things in a more in a more measured measured way. But I think we need a conversation whether we want that sort of big growth and, and you know, huge enterprise that we're then going to grow and sell offshore or whether we want to actually sort of do things a little bit more internally. We want to internalise things. So, you know, we apply tech to our agricultural sector such that we can get, make a higher value product without the environmental impacts. But we do so for ourselves. It's not about creating this IP that we can then sell for billions of dollars to, you know, some fat cats from Dubai or wherever. Well, I'm just having a look at the recommendations of this report, and uh, as far as I can see, at least four of them relate to capital, getting more money flowing into tech and new ventures in New Zealand. Have you seen that in your own life, the um, the lack of capital available to entrepreneurs? So, I mean, probably the, the, the most outspoken critic of, of that report is Rowan Simpson. So Rowan's, you know, one of the original... Trade Me guys and has done you know, probably the most successful startups in New Zealand, Zero and Timely Invent he was involved with. Uh, and and he, he strongly says, and I, I agree with him, that you know good ideas get capital. You know There's a bunch of investors with a, a truckload of money here and elsewhere that will put money into, into good things. But part of that is that their, their expectation is that people will sacrifice everything to execute. And Fundamentally, that's kind of the conversation we need to have. Do we actually want people to have an expectation that they'll put everything on the line to to, to grow a bit of economic wealth? Yeah, very interesting. Um, the other thing they talk about is connectivity, and they're talking a lot there about connectivity between different businesses and startups and um, mentors. What do you see as you as you look around the local tech ecosystem? Are people connected? Should they be more connected? Would it, would it help our tech industry if there was a more formalised sort of network of people in that area? I mean, honestly, this is New Zealand, right? And, and you know, no one is more than two degrees separated from anyone. I don't know anyone in, in the New Zealand ecosystem from, from you know, Rowan Simpson to Rod Drury to Vaughan Ferguson, you know, really, really successful entrepreneurs who won't you know, answer the phone or answer an e- email from a from a startup founder. So, I don't think we have an issue with that. We are highly, highly connected. the The problem is that we uh, we want to try and have niceness and success at the same time. And frankly, I just don't think those two things go together. Niceness and success. So, so if you could change something that would enable our tech sector that that would help them to thrive, what would it be? If it's not more capital and it's not more connections. What do you see as a sort of barrier, if there are any? I think it's about a new model, right? And so the current model is get a heap of funding, grow incredibly fast, and sell offshore for huge multiples in a short space of time. Frankly, I, you know, that is, and that is the international model. I, I don't think we have a competitive edge in that regard, and I don't think we should want to. I think we should be building businesses in New Zealand that are sustainable and scalable, but that can be kept kept owned here and just keep keep doing doing what they do and growing organically. And you can still have foreign customers. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Out, out of interest, I know cloud computing is um, part of your expertise. I was talking to a cloud computing guy the other day, and he was saying, "Hey, look, the, the big guys are just coming into New Zealand, the Amazons and um, 
and uh, and similar, and the local businesses really can't compete, and they don't really want to compete, just hand their cloud computing over to one of those big multinationals. Do you have a problem with that? Yeah, so I think I think it's a bit more nuanced than that. So there's a guy, Don Christie, who who, who runs Catalyst, which is a local cloud computing company, and they um, you know they do a lot of uh, a lot of really good stuff. I mean, in New Zealand, um, we have uh, you know we have Maori data sovereignty issues, and so um, Maori have have concerns with with their data, which is a taonga going over overseas. So so there will be opportunities for for, for local vendors, but the reality is is that um, in that in that sort of they, they call them hyperscalers, and that really high, large-scale mm. world, uh, it is a scale game. And I've, I've visited those, those data centres over in the US from Google and Microsoft and others, and, and they are monstrous. And our ability to compete on that level is, is really just as non-existent. Interesting. And the only other thing I wanted to ask you about this Upstart Nation report is the 10th recommendation is under the heading Culture. It says we should establish a regular program of storytelling to raise the profile of the sector and promote the opportunity it represents. And, and that seems to me um, to be saying that we have a lot of good things going on in the local tech sector, but we're not telling people about it, maybe not telling them about it internationally and locally. Do you have a view on that? Yeah, no, I think that's true. I think, I mean, yeah, I'm a big fan of, of storytelling and, and, and getting a narrative going. And, and I think um, there's a lot of young people that could be really excited about the opportunities in tech. I think that we we have tended to have a, a very Silicon Valley narrative, which is uh, it's all, you know, Theranos and and, and WeWork and, and, and other scams. And I think that we can we can create our, our own narrative that takes, takes to our Maori perspectives, takes that sort of, you know, New Zealand DIY mentality and create something that's different. I don't think we should try and sort of remake Silicon Valley or Israel. We should create create our own models. Great stuff. Plenty to think about there. Um, ben Keats, entrepreneur and technology evangelist, the man behind Cactus Outdoor. Thanks so much for your contribution to Tech Tuesday today.